mother. And this is Conspiracies Unlocked. Today, we are going to my motherland. Oh, okay. Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> and we are going to be uh, unlocking the will the will o wisps. And I first heard of the will o wisps in the Disney movie Brave. Oh, did wait. you see that movie? You're going to totally kill me if you didn't. No, we have that movie. I have we have that movie. Okay, so the um, it's the blue little things that follow her around. Yes. Or that she follows. Uh, but I forgot about the Will-O-Wisps. Yeah, that's the first time I ever heard about it. And so this Disney movie is set in olden day Scotland. And since obviously my mom was from there, we went to go see it in theaters. And um, the movie features Will-O-Wisps. In the movie, they're portrayed as like very fun and friendly and not trying to kill anybody. Yeah. Um, they're an ethereal blue light that leads someone, in this case, Merida, to her fate and destiny. And they actually play an integral part and role in in the entire plot of the movie. Like, without the Will-O-Wisps, the movie wouldn't be existent. Um, but as we'll find out, they're not so friendly in real life. The, they try to, like, kill people. So... Ooh. I've wanted to deep dive into Will-O-Wisps ever since I saw the movie, and so here we are. The Will-O-Wisps have been peppered throughout mythology and folklore for centuries. They're closely related and appear in the same stories as fairies. Yeah, I kind of thought that they were fairies when I was watching the movie Brave. I yeah. thought that she was following, like, her, not like a fairy godmother, but like Like fairies that. type yeah. thing, yeah. So the will-o'-wisps are a glowing light orb that seem to uh, fly or dance around, and their meanings differ from location to location. Um, here, we also know them as ghost lights or the Marfa lights in Texas, and the ghost lights are the ones that are on um, Route 66. Okay. Is it Route 66? Well, the famous there is, route, there is like a the, route. the big yeah. Route 66 or whatever it is. Um, and it's mentioned in the Disney movie Cars and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yep. No, <laughs> Everything is Disney. As Sorry. Soon, as soon as you said uh, Route 66, and we were already yeah. talking, my brain went to Disney Cars. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's, so th this, this light orb is all over the place. It's not just in Scotland. They just call it different things throughout different regions of the world. Mm -hmm. um, the British believe that they are mischievous fairy creatures that would get the attention of wandering and la lost travelers who would then follow them to swamps or forests and would ultimately lead to their demise. That's so they would creepy. just like follow them in and they would die so they'd either get lost in the in the forest or like the swamp, or they would like fall into the swamp and die. In the British folk folklore, they are also closely associated with jack-o'-lanterns. And I did not know that jack-o'-lanterns were part of any British folklore. Um, yeah. But apparently the jack-o'-lantern is, um, I just read a little bit about it. I didn't because I wasn't researching the jack-o'-lantern. But he, the jack o' lantern is a headless guy that is oh, like almost headless like the headless horseman, horseman type yeah. thing, right? But he holds his head like next to him and it, it lights up. So it's almost like in the haunted mansion, the hat box guy. Wait a minute. 
now I'm thinking of the movie with Johnny Depp. Sleepy Hollow. And Christina Ricci. Sleepy Hollow. Is that a Disney movie also? No, I don't believe so because it's a very scary movie and it's rated R. Disney doesn't really do rated R movies. But I thought maybe it was a take on that. Nope. Not that I'm aware of, but the Headless Horseman has been around, like, just in general. I remember reading about it in non-Disney stories since I was little. Mm-hmm. For, like, yeah. ever. They've always been in, like, my fairy tale books and stuff. Sleepy Hollow is a really good movie, though. I tried to watch it once. Like it. Well, I was, um like, 13, 12, 11. I think I was 11 when I tried to watch mm-hmm. it. And um, I think it was just too adult for me. Like, I got bored through it. I couldn't get through it. And I think that it was just the um, subject matter was just too mature. Well, I have it for you. Yay! Um, it's in the box. Ooh. I didn't bring them today. I'm going to bring them next Wednesday. I keep forgetting. But we're going to the... So Heather is going to be bringing me a box of DVDs for my desert house that she has promised me forever because we don't have internet, Wi-Fi, or anything like that out in the desert. And so we rely on DVDs. So she has been promising me DVDs, <laughs> and we are going this Friday for the weekend. Yeah, but I might be back out here on Thursday, depending what goes with the kids. I might just end up going to your house and getting it myself then. Yeah, but Sleepy Hollow is one of the movies in there. Oh, my gosh. Okay. (laughs) So, anyways, um, that'll be spooky, too, to watch in the Mm -hmm. desert. Yeah. So, um, the Swedish believe the floating lights are called Lit Gubba. That is spelled L-Y-K-T-G-U-B-B-E. And I had to go online to, like know how to pronounce it lit gooba you know me i wouldn't be able to say it nope so that translates to the lantern man which is just like the jack-o'-lantern thing okay like and this is all the way in sweden so it's Mm -hmm. it's really going all over the place um of the folklore and the myths and stuff and does he ride a horse in all of these i don't know i didn't look that much into it because i wasn't yeah i didn't look too much but just like the british stories they will lead travelers to their death by taking them into treacherous bogs their motive is unknown other than they just simply like to like torment people for sports so definitely Mm -hmm. not like friendly orbs like in brave they're definitely like yeah not good good ones um in latin america will-o'-wisps are called el cuco and they are <laughs> cuckoo yeah and they are used more as a cautionary fairy tale to keep children from wandering off at night into the woods or the outskirts of town mm. and they say the orbs are cursed souls praying and waiting for their next victim to join them Ooh, spooky very spooky other cultures have a more fun and lighthearted story about the Will-O-Wisps. They believe that the Will-O-Wisps are guardians and protectors of the natural world, guiding lost souls to safety or as a warning of impending doom, so like trying to help instead of murder. Um, in the Celtic culture, they believe that they are the caretakers of nature and protectors of sacred sites. So, with that being said, that could be um, where they are leading travelers to their death because if they're traveling and they're lost and they go towards a sacred site, maybe the Will-O-Wisps will take them away Mm -hmm. and kill them to be a protector of the sacred site. Because they don't want them near. Yeah. Yeah. Or if, like, they're trying to, like, cut down a forest or something to build houses and they're like, fuck you. Mm Mm-hmm. They're protecting it. Yeah. Um... Also, do they have this in Japan? 
Yes, we're going to do that one Ooh, next. Okay. okay, I want to talk about when, that. Um, so when in Celtic cu- culture, when someone sees a will-o'-wisp, it is believed to be a sign of a portal to the other world is nearby. <gasps> like, to the other side. I like that. Yeah. It's kind of fun, huh? I kind of want to find one and go through the portal and <laughs> see where it takes me. <laughs> so in Japanese culture, they refer to the will-o'-wisps as hitodama. They are the souls of the dead, and if you see one, it is a sign that a loved one has just passed. So it's almost like an omen or, like, maybe it is your loved one passing by, being like, bye. Mm -hmm. Now, the reason why I thought of Japan, and I might be wrong, but I believe Japan has a very famous forest. Yes. Where people go into it and And they just never come back. Yeah. Or they go out there specifically to commit suicide. And they'll, they'll, like, nail a, a message to a tree and then, like, hang themselves. Well, so... Unalive so themselves. We could um, do a whole thing on that. What I yeah. um, what I remember about that... Write that down so we can do a whole thing on that. Yeah. The, what, um, sure. what I remember about that is that they aren't sure if they go out there to do that or if they are driven to do that once they get out there. Like, something there, like, makes them want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And then also in Japan, I've heard stories in specific areas of Japan where a lot of people died suddenly that they'll have, like, You'll be in a taxi. You'll be a taxi driver. Uh-huh. And you'll drive, and you'll see someone on the side of the road, and they need a ride. You'll get them in the car. You take them to their destination. They were never in the car with you. It was a ghost. You just gave a ghost a ride so, or a spirit a ride. Japan has some freaky-ass shit. Yeah. But the thing is, is people are not necessarily afraid of them because it's, like, known, and they're... Hel- and they're are helping the spirits, and the spirits don't uh, try to attack you or do anything bad because they know you're helping them, giving them rides and stuff. You know what I did here? Um, And I don't know if this was in Japan, but I think it might have been over in that area. And Japan has so much freaky, um, cursed shit. I don't know what happened or why all the curses seem to be in Japan, but that's, like, very spiritual. Well, they have a lot of, like, all the shit, the Fukushima and and the... and the tsunamis and, like, so much stuff happened in Japan. I guess. Just, like, A massive. lot of tragedy. Mass, like, huge. Yeah. Like, a lot of loss. A lot of loss. So, um, what I was going to say was I totally forgot. Um, there's no, no light bulb. I forgot. Um, well, there's light another, bulb is gone. <laughs> there's, there's another thing about Japan. Huh. The last thing I know about Japan is that... Because of the spooky things that happens in Japan, there is a you can get property, buy property there extremely cheap because there's places that are completely abandoned and they're like there's nothing wrong with them. They still have furniture and stuff in the homes and the apartments, but because people are and this is not the area where the radiation is. Yeah. From like the nuclear but, but stuff. No, it's the just problem other is places. I've seen that recently too. And the yeah. problem with those places is that they are haunted as fuck. Yeah, and people there's a don't reason want why their family. Yeah, their family, whoever lived there, 
literally like left in the middle of the night because of like the poltergeist hauntings and shit. Mm-hmm. So that's why they're so cheap. We don't want to buy those either. No, Heather. there's <laughs> there's people. There's there's a guy that I saw on YouTube that specifically has the videos of him going to Japan and buying these properties and like fixing them up and um, like renting them out or like owning oh them. Oh my gosh! Like, if you I want be... to buy property. Try to buy in Japan. If you I can. would be so fucking pissed if I went to Japan, did an Airbnb, and brought home a fucking spirit with me. So, um, what I was gonna say about the um, ghost story aspect of Japan that um, there was a thing going around that I just recently heard, and I think it was in Japan that. There's this, like, really ugly ghost that will approach you, and if you run, she'll, like, kill you. If you, she'll ask you if you stay, she'll ask you, do you think I'm pretty? And if you say yes, then she'll cut up your fucking face to look like hers. What? But, so the best way to approach this ghost is if she says, are, am I pretty, you say, you're average, and then she'll let you go, and that's the only way that you could possibly get away from her, by being like, yeah, you're okay. So don't be nice. No, don't be overly nice. Your best bet is to just be average nice. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait, that's in Japan? I don't, I think it's Japan or China or something. I don't know. I just it's read Asian, about it. in Asia. Somewhere, Somewhere in, Asia. in Asia. yeah. Oh. I think. I'm pretty like sure. Asian culture. Yeah. Oh. Anyways. Or so, folklore. Yeah. So, ghost story. Ghost story. Yeah. So, anyways, in India, um, they are referred to as the Tribadi or the Swayambu Jayoti. They mostly see them near temples or holy grounds. So, they believe that they are, like, divine manifestations of gods or goddesses. Because they believe in all the different gods and stuff in their culture. Yeah, they have a lot of different ones in their culture, right? Yeah, Yeah. just, like, mythology, like... yeah. Bunch. Yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. So, of course, where there's any mystery or fun or weird phenomenon, some science guy has to get all involved and try to ruin it. So, here we are. Fucking science, bitches. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the Will-O-Wisps are, um, they're like real light orbs. Like, they are real. Like, um, they've never, it's not like... Bigfoot, where there, where there are like aliens, where they're like, did we see it? Did we not? Did we? Did we not? These are real things. So there are real happenings of some sort of light orb. So science is trying to figure out what they are, you know, because obviously they can't be from the other world because that doesn't coincide with science, right? So the easiest explanation would be that they are some sort of bioluminescent insect, like a firefly. Or even some sort of bioluminescent bacteria from, like, swamps and, like, all that stuff, like, mixing together and getting, like, that glowing reaction. Oh, really? So it's always a swamp gas. It always yeah, goes on, back to swamp gas. On on Route 66 <laughs> and in Texas, because we know how many swamps and bogs are out there. Yeah. Or the fireflies. But they're they're bigger than that. And in, in Texas and stuff, they're more up in the sky. And also, like, I feel like fire, if it was fireflies, fireflies... Aren't they more like little? Like there's, and there's a lot of them, right? Like at once. It's not like just like one goes by. It's like a well, lot. When I, well, like when you see them, there are a lot together. 
there's not just one. Like, even the Marfa lights, you see, like, four or five at Oh, a time. there's a lot. Okay. And then they dance around and stuff. So they mm-hmm. kind of, it would be, but be like fireflies, but fireflies are very tiny. Marfa lights, you can see from, like, way far away. You, you'll see a little tiny firefly from no. 100 feet away. No, and I think, yeah, firefly is, like, the size of, like, a maybe a beetle or something. Yeah, so unless it's some sort of, like, bioluminescent eagle or something that's going in packs... Or but, geese, I don't know. So they're they would be the size of like what an eagle would be. That's the size of the of the wisps. Well, for the for the Marfa lights, the that's Marfa lights, the Marfa yeah. lights are really big. The ones in Brave were little tiny ones. Um, the ones in Scotland and stuff they show to be about the size of maybe like a volleyball, soccer ball, maybe a little bit smaller than that. That's pretty big. Though. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. That's like a car light, maybe. Yeah. But there's no car light in the swamp. No, yeah, but I'm or just like trying a lantern. to think of what it could be. Oh, like a lantern. lantern. From the jack-o'-lantern, dude. Yep. Okay, yeah. So another science theory is that they are the phenomenon of static electricity known as St. Elmo's fire, which is St. Elmo's fire is caused during a thunderstorm or at times of high humidity. So it's pretty much just like strong static electricity fields that um, build up causing streams of positively charged ions to ionize the air molecules and produce a soft glowing light. I obviously got that from the internet, guys. That is not my science words. No. <laughs> but so with that, this atmospheric phenomenon could potentially create the appearance of the will-o'-wisp's ethereal glow. The only problem with that would be because it's static electricity like when you rub the floor like when you're doing um when you move your blankets at night and sometimes the static electricity. Oh, and it's a big yeah. zap, though. You see a big stream of it. It's not like a glowing light that's stagnant, kind of. That doesn't no. just go away. Yeah, that, and it's very quick. Like, yeah, it's, it's quick. Extremely quick. It's not yeah. just chilling around for a long time. Mm-hmm. And I believe that St. Elmo's fire is pretty big like the Marfa lights. Okay. But, like we said, the Marfa lights stick around for a while, and I believe that St. Elmo's fire goes away within, like, a matter of 10, 20 seconds. And isn't St. Elmo's fire, wasn't that a movie? I thought so. But or, I like, just a figured, TV show or I just something? figured St. Elmo's fire was just um, a movie or TV show about static electricity. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't look into it. I didn't either, so, but, like, oh, I didn't know you were going to say yeah. that. I swear St. Elmo's Fire is, like, a show or something. Yeah, it's, it is it's a, a TV, TV show. That's so weird that it would be about this. Is it about this? Uh, um, it's very good. I don't know. No, it's a movie. Oh, my gosh, look, yeah, it's a movie, and it has Emilio Estevez in it and Rob Lowe. Demi Moore. Demi Moore. Judd Nelson. They're all so young. Rob Lowe. Yeah. Wow. So maybe it's just about, like, you can always count on your friends. Don't ever let the fire go out. So St. Elmo's fire. Don't let the fire go out. Yeah, I don't know. So anyways, um, so that's all I have on Will Wisps. I thought that it would be a much more informational pack, like, episode. But there wasn't too much information other than the mythology and the only two science theories behind it. That's it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what the fuck are these things? They haven't really studied it very much, it seems but, like. And it's just funny because they've there's so many studies and stuff on Bigfoot and on aliens that 
You know, there's no, like, I mean, aliens, I guess, that we do see UFOs more than we see Bigfoot. But you would think that with the Will-O-Wisps, they physically can see it. Like, there's pictures of it. It's a known occurrence. We'll have it's to not, post some pictures yeah, of it's, the Will-O-Wisps. It's a known occurrence that happens that nobody is denying that it's there. Like, Bigfoot, they're denying the Bigfoot was there. You know, the Loch Ness mm-hmm. Monster, stuff like that. But even then, they did so much research into seeing if they could find the Loch Ness Monster, see if they could find Bigfoot. But this is something that they physically have, maybe, and they can't figure it out. Maybe because with, like, something like the um, Loch Ness Monster or with a Sasquatch, it's more of, like, a tangible, like, it's, like, a solid item. Like, it's, like, a, something yeah. you could actually physically find. You'd be like, I found this. But with the Wisps, it's just, like... Because it's just a light, it just will disappear. So you can't, like, so if You can't, like, scoop it up and be like, look, I found this. Well, and so with that being said, that means that they are not bioluminescent, like, fireflies, insects. I was going to say bacteria, too, unless it's the gas. Mm -hmm. It could be the gas. From the bottom. I mean, I guess stuff. there's a way you ways that you could trap gas and stuff. Yeah. And so it, why wouldn't you trap it? it would unless be, it would go out right away once it hits air. It's just a quick reaction and then it like goes away. It would just be harder than like a an yeah tangible like I have Real this in my item hand. Other than fireflies. But I I don't yeah. know what they are and neither does science. So Maybe we should challenge people to put some more funding into the research and development of yeah, what these they're <laughs> everywhere. Could be. They are everywhere. Um, and development. Yeah, <laughs> research and development. R and D. Yeah. Yeah. Government what are they going to develop? Ooh, maybe it's a way that they can use it. Like in, they would develop jars to catch it. No, but they would use it. Uh, I'm sure they would use it for a way of like night vision or something. Yeah. Yeah. Develop. Could night turn it vision. into some kind of. Um, helping with war or something. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that's our episode for today. And thank you for listening. And we just want to remind you that we do have exclusive content on YouTube as well as uh, content on Facebook. But if you want to see extra goodie content, go to YouTube and um, subscribe and follow us. And and if you hit that notification bell, you will see um, every time that we post, so you won't and, miss anything. And every time we go live. We go live a lot on Wednesdays. That is our, our live day. So um, if you want to see what we look like in real life, <laughs> head over to YouTube. Uh, thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, like, subscribe, tell your friends, and email us at conspiracyunlocked at gmail.com. Bye. Thank <laughs> you.